everybody, it's Kira, and welcome to my second edition chapter, episode, whatever you want to call this, of my quarantine journal. First of all, happy May! It is Tuesday the 5th, today is Cinco de Mayo, yay! Yesterday was Star Wars Day, which is, I think, unofficial, but it's May the 4th, so like, May the 4th be with you. Um, the 3rd started National Pet Week in the U.S., and the first was not only May Day, but also International Workers' Day. Yeah, so it's been a while since my last episode, and I wanted to address that. I set really high expectations for myself for this. I wanted each episode to be about, you know, my life in quarantine and how I'm getting through and all that, but I'm not struggling so much with quarantine. I have sort of settled into a routine. Each day I get up at 7.45 and I go to bed around 9.30 to 10 most nights. Um, On Fridays I play online Dungeons and Dragons with some of my friends and I usually talk to at least four of my friends over the phone every day. Or not every day, every week. Yeah, so I'm not struggling too badly. I really miss everyone. I actually think online learning is better, but that might just because the teachers are assigning less work. Um, yeah. (laughs) I'm getting lazier, what can I say? But it's also given a lot of people a chance to, um, relax. My friend Maya, she, reorganized her room and donated a bunch of her old toys and she seemed really happy about that. People are getting out and doing bike rides. My friend Kat learned the choreography for one of her favorite songs. Yeah, there's just a lot of fun stuff going on in this sort of relaxation period that we're having. But I also realize and partake in the fact that I'm I'm lonely. That's the simplest way to explain it. I really miss everyone. Um, even, like, my teachers. I miss my teachers because my teachers made me feel wanted and special, whereas my parents are always working and my brother is a pain in the behind. Yeah, it's, it's an experience, for sure. (laughs) Um, and I think that staying at home in your sweatpants and a sweatshirt can definitely be the reset that some people need. And that kind of goes with my second topic for today, which is my insomnia, which has come back with full force this past week. Um, I was starting to sort of relax and be able to go to sleep relatively on time. I actually had the best sleep I've had in like a month uh, last Saturday, possibly? I don't remember. Um, (laughs) but... Yeah, it's it's really kicking my behind. I think a lot of it is mildly separation anxiety induced. I really miss my kids, and for the people who don't know, my kids um, are the, the people younger than me at school because I really like to take care of them and become a mother figure to them, which obviously isn't real because I don't take care of them like after school or anything, um, but just to be that sort of like tries to be mature parent figure at school sort of thing which I think a lot of people it helps them adjust to school and some people think it's really weird and act awkward around me 
So it just depends on the person, really. And I'm sure there are people that'll listen to this who are gonna be like, oh gosh, how could you do such a thing? You're so weird, but it's not like that. But yeah. Anyway, back to my insomnia. It, it's, yeah. I'm generally separating it into three categories. Insomnia based on being afraid, so that's lonely or feeling like I need to do something or uncomfortable for one reason or another. Insomnia that's productive, which is when I can't sleep because I have the creative urge to do something, whether that's work on art, work on a presentation that's due for school, whatever it is. If I'm being productive during my insomnia, I classify it as productive insomnia, which that kind of makes sense. Just initially, but that's fine. Maybe I'll edit that out. <laughs> and then the last category is bored insomnia. So that's when I'm not really tired, but I'm not really awake either. So I'll just kind of like lay in bed, maybe listen to some relaxing music, and just kind of sit there because I'm in that space between being asleep and being awake where you're, you're just kind of like, Nee-. but yeah, I've had a lot of bored insomnia the last week, but the past few days I've been, I've been worried. Um, the other night I couldn't sleep because I felt like I needed to do something. It was a Sunday night. I didn't even have any homework assigned yet. Like, it, I don't know what it is that I thought I needed to do, but it kept me up for several hours just trying to figure out like, what is it that my brain wants me to do? and yeah, I still don't know what it is. I don't really have anything else to talk about, which is mildly embarrassing, but I figured that I needed to lower my expectations for this podcast because I wanted to make it like all sorts of fancy and have all these wonderful little dips and divots of my life and like all the interesting stuff, but the truth is there's not much interesting stuff, you know? I'm going for a walk every day, or at least 90% of days, and I'm making sure to, you know, stay hydrated, and I'm eating probably way too much, but I'm also working out more, and by working out, I mean walking. I'm not actually working out, because, no, (laughs) just no, yeah, that's, that's all I do, you know? I do schoolwork, I watch YouTube, I read, oh, I started a book recently, and it's called The Third Twin by C.J. Omololu. I say that questionably. It's spelled O-M-O-L-O-L-U. I've, I I don't know how to pronounce that. I think it's Omololu. Um, yeah, so it's called The Third Twin, and I will read the back of the book to you because I read it to a friend earlier, and she said it sounded really interesting, so if you want to know about it says, it started as a joke. When they were little, Lexi and her identical twin, Ava, made up a third sister, Alicia. If something broke, Alicia did it. Alicia was always to blame for everything. Now, the game is all grown up. The girls are seniors, and they use Alicia as their cover to go out with guys who they'd never, ever be with in real life. But sometimes games just aren't worth playing. A boy has turned up dead, and DNA evidence and surveillance photos point to only one suspect, Alicia the girl who doesn't exist. Identical twins, identical DNA, identical suspects. Ava insists that if they keep following the rules for being Alicia, everything will be fine. But Lexi isn't so sure. 
she must find the truth before another boy is murdered. Because either Ava is a killer, or Alicia is real. I picked this up in a Barnes & Noble, like, a few months ago. I never got around to reading it because I was in the middle of a few other series at the time. But I started it this morning, and it is really good so far. Um, it's really well written, and yeah, I would recommend it. I guess it's kind of a murder mystery, sort of. I'm not really far enough along to tell you the exact genre. It's not horror exactly, but it's also not not horror. I was thinking about reorganizing my closet sometime soon because I was looking for a shirt the other day and I tried one on and I discovered it doesn't fit anymore. It's too tight. And that made me really sad because some of my favorite shirts, I'm growing out of them. And yeah, it's, it's just sad, but I'm going to say goodbye now. I have class in 14 minutes and until then I will be editing this. So yeah, I hope you have a good day or night or afternoon or evening or whatever the heck you're listening to this. Um, I hope you're having a great life experience at the moment. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Bye.